Welcome to 30 Minutes with Nettie, where we explore life through real stories and empower one another. I am your host, Nettie. Welcome to the third episode of the Latinas and LGBTQ plus series. Growing up in a Mexican Catholic family, I was only exposed to the heteronormative norms of society. So I looked for gay content on the internet, like YouTube and Instagram, and I discovered that it shadowed my reality. There's content out there, but hardly any from Mexican, Latina, or children of immigrant stories. For this series, I recorded with Latinas in the LGBTQ plus community, and I'm excited to share their stories with you. If you have not heard the previous episodes, I suggest you start with episode 77. Joining me today is Laura Fernanda Ruiz. She's a Mexican writer, author of Palabras de Desayuno. She runs a media production company and is a co-host of Las Provincianas podcast. Fernanda lives in Mexico City along with her wife, and she joins me to share about her coming in and coming out story. A big thank you and shout out to Fer for sharing her story with us. You can find her on Instagram at La Pinche Fer and check out her podcast, Las Provincianas. Hey, thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. This is the first time I believe I'm invited to a to a uh, English speaking podcast, so I'm oh, very yeah. excited. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a writer. My main focus is in film. Well, I write poetry, like urban poetry. Okay. I mean, what I write rhymes a lot, so it may be considered like poetry. Okay. And but I'm mainly focused on film and TV. And I have a production company, a small production company, with my wife and uh, associate uh, Alfonso, okay. who's actually our Cupid. He introduced us back in LA. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what, what I mainly do. Oh, okay. I have a ma- major in marketing. Okay, so um, just for people that don't know who you are, did you, uh, you are Mexican. Did you grow up in Mexico or did you grow up in um, LA? No, no, no. I grew up in Mexico, LA. I, I lived there for three years. Uh, I, I was there for, uh, for acting. Okay. Yeah. I had a, how is it called? A conservative conservatory. Um, I, I forget how it's called, but yeah, okay. it's the one year conservatory. Gotcha. And, gotcha. but I, I was born in, uh, Cananea, Sonora okay. and raised in Hermosillo. Okay, cool. And right now you're living in Mexico city. Right now, I'm living in Mexico City, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So um, before we get into the actual topic, I do want to share a little bit about what your podcast is about because uh, I find it very interesting. So you're living in Mexico <laughs> City, but it's called Las Provincianas, which Las Provincianas is kind of like like Pueblo-like, right? Yeah, it's like a small town, probably. I mean, it's not the right way to call because, it, I mean, Mexico is a republic, so it's, yeah. it's not considered to be a provincia, but yeah. people understand what provincia yeah. is so basically you're living in the city um, but sharing through the lenses of provincianas of people yeah more sm- smaller town thinking yes 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 i, I mean in our thirst like to go out there and explore more i shared with you a little bit and i'm sharing it with my listeners so 
I started looking for specifically for LGBTQ content on YouTube and now on Instagram. And what I don't find a lot is Latinas sharing their LGBTQ stories. I decided to make this series. Thank you so much for, for accepting my invitation. When did you discover it yourself? You know, a lot of people talk about what's your coming out story. And I'm always very interested to know when was your coming in story. So when did you discover it and then made you hide it? Oh girl, I was very young. <laughs> but it, I mean, it was this deep inside feeling that I had this things for girls, but okay. I thought it was normal. <laughs> I thought it was common like, oh yeah, maybe it's like an admiration or I don't know. And okay. uh, the first time I realized was with a teacher of mine. We were fourth grade, fifth grade. I don't know. But I didn't fantasize with her or, or else, not at all. But I, I, I felt nervous. I felt this thing in my stomach. Like the, the typical cheesy butterflies in your stomach. That's what the first time I felt it. And okay. then I was 11 years, 11 or 12. And so I was watching this movie. I can remember like perfectly this scene where this girl was walking down the hall okay. in her high school. And, um, like people just started calling out like names, like kind of bullied. Yeah. Okay. She, she was bullied. Okay. And one of the names was lesbian, lesbian. And I didn't know what lesbian meant. I mean, I thought it was like a, like a common name. And then as I was watching the movie, I realized lesbian is like girls who like girls. Okay. So I was like, Oh, so that's the thing. So that exists. Okay. Maybe it's a possibility. Um, I don't know. Uh, so I, I, so I, I hide it to myself. Oh, okay, like okay. maybe no, maybe, maybe in the city, that's not how it, how it works. <laughs> okay. Everywhere I live, that's not how it works. So at that time when you found out like, okay, this is what lesbian means. And this is what I was feeling back when I was seven years old. Um, did you share it at all with anybody, friends or family? Mm -mm. No, okay. I didn't. I mean, I kept it to myself like, oh, this is going to be my secret maybe because nobody has to know maybe. I don't okay. know. I, I, fe I felt it was very private uh, okay. like back then. Okay. And I was very young. So yeah. yeah. So then this is around 12, 13. When do you actually start acting upon your, your attraction? I was 16 where I had like my first girl crush and okay. she was a very good friend of mine. And, but I, I, I didn't like wanted it to go like far on because I really like loved her very much as a friend. Okay. And so I didn't like let that, um, to go on. That okay. was the first time, okay. but my first, let's, let's say it was my first heartbreak. Uh -huh. <laughs> I okay. was, yeah, I was 20 years old. Okay. Yeah. And I, okay. that was probably the time where I first came out of the closet with my best friend. Okay. Yeah. Was it because of that situation? Um, yeah, because no, 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 not, not because that situation, a, another girl, like, uh, okay, okay. I met another girl. It, You're it, moving it, on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah gotcha. So your first heartbreak, like that first, um, I'm assuming was she your girlfriend or was like a secret? Secret. She was a friend publicly, but okay, she was a friend publicly, but, but, 
but things happened uh, okay. when we had like three or four beers or tequilas. Oh my so, gosh, this is like sounding so much like how it happened for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is very common. I'm very surprised. Like every time I hear this story, I'm like, oh, so that happens because uh, you don't like, I mean, that what alcohol, alcohol does, you know, it's. Uh, it helps you. It helps you be your it, true self. It helps, it, it helps you like to be more, I don't know, smooth, socially smooth. Maybe socially so, less awkward. <laughs> socially less awkward. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so I get it. So then you were having this, and then you broke up, and then you were starting to move on. But by this, okay, so see, that's where I'm so interested in knowing because I I reflect this upon myself a lot during that time that you're in secret. It was our own inner homophobia or these heteronormative ideas that made us believe it's okay to be in secret. Or why, or was it, or did it, was it something inside of you that wanted to tell somebody, but you were afraid? Like what held you from sharing? Probably I was afraid, um, like rejection, like, yeah, being rejected probably because that was whenever I, I heard about someone who came out of the closet, um, not men, women, Mm -hmm. it was like not well seen. Okay. So, yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be rejected. I don't, I, I still want to have my life. But mm. then this thought came to my mind, like, are you living the life you want to live? Or are you living the life uh, people are comfortable with? Are you comfortable with that? And I'm like, maybe not. I mean, it's not that I, I was like living a whole life, my whole life. No, that that's not the point it's just like a very important part of my life which is my sexual orientation and it's I have to live it how it is yeah I have to accept myself and it and and probably that's a a very important uh filter like to know who's with you who loves you the way you are yeah okay so who was the very first person that you told this this to so a very good friend of mine my best friend um Emilio okay. and then I had two best friends uh Emilio and Armando and they both were in the closet as well <laughs> really <laughs> yeah so I love that and then we 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 came out of the closet and we we Armando and I we were living a heartbreak story as well like oh. our stories were so similar like yeah. the guy he was with uh he he was closeted AF Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, we were having a very hard time. But I mean, now that I go back to those to those days, it, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard, but it was fun. Yeah. So then how did you tell your family and how was that for you? So the first member of my family that I told, uh, it was my brother. And we were in a pool party and it's it's been like, that time, it, it, it has been like a very long time since we partied together. Okay. And I, I was very happy. And I, I mean, but I, I then felt very um, emotional. Okay. And I started like crying, like, okay, I have to tell you something. And he was like, oh my God, are you okay? We were laughing like two minutes ago. <laughs> and like, no, yeah, I'm fine. But I'm, vi- I'm feeling very emotional. And I, I have this necessidad 
siento esta necesidad de decirte que, que, pues, que soy gay. I'm gay. And he was like, okay, but are you okay? Is that it? And, and we're like, yes, that's it. No worries. And he hugged me and he, I felt this love from him. Like, you don't have to worry about what I think. Lo que los demás piensen, que no te preocupes. O sea, si tú estás bien, uh -huh. todo está bien. Yo estoy bien. No te preocupes por mí, you know? Pues, plus, we were having tequila as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I was very emotional by that. Yeah, it was a very beautiful moment. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to see a common theme with you and tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I hate tequila now. <laughs> I, yeah, I love mezcal, but not tequila. Oh, me too. I like mezcal. So, okay, so then you told your brother, and how was it telling your, your parents or your mom or dad? Actually, my dad was the last one I told him. I didn't tell him, like, per se, you know. Okay. My, my mom... So th this, this goes, this story goes like this up. So I was 20 years old with this first heartbreak okay. and I was very, um, my mom was very worried because I was partying a lot okay. and I was drinking a lot, trying not to confrontate my reality. Okay. And, um, my mom was very worried, like, mijita, <laughs> mijita, what's wrong with you? Like, what's going on? And I started crying, like, it's because I don't know if I'm into boys or girls. And my mom, like, freezed, and she was like, okay, do you like both? And I'm like, I don't know, please stop asking, I don't know. So I'm like, forget it, I don't want this life. Because I was going through a really hard time, and I was like, okay, so if this is gonna be, if, if it's gonna be like this, I don't want this. This sucks. I don't want this. Maybe, yes, I am bi or gay, but I don't want this. I don't want this. Like, I'm, I'm free to choose what life I, I want to live. And then a year later, which I was in a relationship, like in a formal relationship with a girl, I didn't tell my mom, but she asked like, so remember that time, like one year ago that we were in my room and you blah, blah, blah. And like, Yes, mom. Yes. <laughs> so yes, like, yes. We were in the kitchen and she just turned to me and she said, so I just want you to know that I don't care if, if it's a boy or a girl. She's like, they're always going to be welcome to come to this house, to my house, but they have to cook. <laughs> so that was like the punch, you know, yeah. like, so yeah, everything's fine. Like, no worries. Mm -hmm. So it, it was uh, it was a very beautiful moment because my mom um, like embraced this whole you know yeah that maybe th that whole year she was like thinking is she is she yeah. is she okay yeah. so yeah very, it was a bit very beautiful. nice yeah it was very nice that's like a good story that's like uh, I wish more mothers you know that was a reaction uh huh. And I, and honestly, and see, that's one of the reasons too, why I want to share more stories, because I feel like there are a lot of mothers who will embrace you like that, but there's that fear. So I'm hoping that if more stories are told, someone who might be going, someone who's like in their early twenties right now, struggling, figuring it out, hopefully they, they see like happy stories that it's not, yeah. it's not all bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm very grateful that Like, I'm very blessed and very lucky to have the family that I have. I mean, with my dad, he, he didn't comment anything. I mean, I know he knew. Like, the time I came out to him, it was when I introduced my now wife 
<laughs> in LA, like they come to visit like, so yeah, so she is my girlfriend, you know, uh-huh. and, they, they, and they got along very well. But yeah, I, I'm very, I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky because I, I get to hear the stories where, where uh, they get rejected and, and they also get kicked out of their house, yeah, which is imagine. horrible. Yeah, it, it's horrible. And I mean, I, I feel very sorry for them. But you know, it's this thing that it's not about their kid coming out of the closet. It's about like this struggle they have inside. Like they make it all about them. You know what I mean? Because I was in a relationship where, where her mom was didn't accept her. Like it, it was a it was a thing. It, I mean, it was a pretty hard situation because she was very sad. She was very depressed that her mom didn't accept her. She felt guilty that her mom felt like that because of her. Like she, she, she was carrying like a tremendous guilt on her arms, on on her back. Like, this is my fault. My, my mom feels this way, but it's not about her. It's her, something her mom has to get together. Yeah. No, si, 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 te entiendo. Like humans in general are very selfish. This is what surprises me with parents. Like when a child finally has the guts to tell you and the parent makes it about them. Like, ay, como me puedes hacer esto? Like, yeah. hold on, <laughs> pause. This isn't about you. This is about me. Yeah. And it's sad. And yeah, and I think it, it has to do with, again, these heteronormative ideas and homophobia that even if we don't like to admit it, we're, we grow up with somehow. Religion, girl. Oh, oh. Mexico, it's all about religion. I mean, I'm not fully blaming religion, but I can totally hear their speech. Like that's something that's not natural. It's something that's wrong. Like recently I went, uh, my wife and I, we went to a church with her mom just like to, to give her like some company. Like we were like, okay, so we don't practice this, but it's just like trying to get along with your mom. I mean, I get along very well with her mom, but she goes on her own uh, to church because nobody wants to go to church. And I was like, so let's go with her, like just to give her some company. And we were there. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it was like five minutes. And this guy, the priest, sorry. (laughs) um, He was like, calling out there like with this hate like you can see it in his eyes he started i'm, I'm gonna tell this in spanish like those weird guys or girls okay. uh, uh they are like public pecadores públicos oh wow oh yeah like public sinners and we were like oh my god i mean i didn't i mean i I was not surprised at all but what i was very shocked shocked it's like there were a lot of kids there who knows one of those kids are struggling maybe with their sexuality you know what i mean it's like when they hear this person who has Who's supposed to be like a leader, a saint, a leader, like yeah, to look up to. el que tiene la razón, sí, el sí. que el que el que el que tiene la palabra de Dios. Sí, sí. So it's like, of course they're gonna be in the closet. Of course their parents are gonna hate that because that's what God doesn't want to happen. It's right. not natural. You know what I mean? So it's of course, yeah, yeah, it goes a lot through there. Yeah, I totally, uh, I totally could agree or see that. 
So let's jump into how you met your wife. If you would have told me like five years ago that I was going to be married today, I was like, ah, bullshit. That's not <laughs> true. So yeah, uh-huh. it's beautiful. Yeah. So we met back in LA. I was um, in a conservatory acting program. Okay. She was like film in general. She was like, okay. like for, for two direct movies. Okay. And our friend incumbent, our associate, he is a very good friend of ours. Oh, I, I skipped a big detail. He was, he's my ex-boyfriend. The last dude I was with, he, uh-huh. he is that guy. Okay. So, he intru- so he introduced us. So he's like our Cupid, basically. Did he introduce you guys with that idea? Like, oh, you guys need to meet and you guys will probably like each other or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because he was very good friends with, with Manuela, okay. my wife. Okay. And we were very good friends as well. I mean, I, I love, Alfo- he's Alfonso. I love him so much. Like when we were together, I was like, he's my best friend. That's what mm-hmm. hurt, hurt it a lot when we broke up. Yeah. And, and, and we, uh, we didn't see each other like for four years until we met and met again in LA. Okay. And uh, so he, yeah, he was like, so I have this friend. Mm-hmm. She's very interesting and she's very smart. I think she, you, you would like each other. Like, just because she's gay. Oh, come on. I, I get that a lot. Um, and oh, oh man, she was very interesting. Like the minute I, I saw her, like the minute I, I, I met her, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, she is interesting. Alfonso was right. <laughs> and so, so we were, we were, they were filming their, um, her Manuela's uh, short film. Okay. And she invited me to, to act like a small role. Small okay. role. Then she asked me out like a week later, and from that day on, we haven't separated like from each other. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how many? How long did you guys date before um, you guys? Who who asked who to marry? She asked me out first, and then two weeks later, I asked her. I asked her to be my girlfriend, and two months later, she asked me to move in together. Mm-hmm. And like like true lesbians, <laughs> like true lesbian. Like okay, do you want to be my lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> yep, you, you so, yeah, you hold it. So yeah, I, we moved in together. So it, it was very interesting to me because I haven't lived with someone I was with before. No, mm-hmm. not at all. No, okay. nunca he vivido con alguien con uh-huh. ninguna pareja. And then she proposed two years later. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. How was it like sharing it with your family? Do you guys have like a big wedding? How was that? No, we had a small wedding, just uh, La del Civil. Okay. But, yeah. Sí, sí. And uh, we are still planning the party. <laughs> yes, we're still planning the party. This coronavirus thing. I mean, we were planning on scouting in Mexico for some beach or uh-huh. whatever. And no, so... <laughs> We Aww. have to postpone. No, I mean, we're okay. We're fine. It's there's, yeah. there's no rush. All right. So let's, how should we close it? Is there a message that you would like to, to give to the listeners? So what I realized when I came out, it's, it's not that coming out should be that relevant. Nowadays, it is important to try to inspire people who are still in the closet. But it's more about, more than your orientation. ¿Cómo se dice orientación sexual, no? Uh, yeah, your sexual orientation. Your sexual orientation. It's it's more about the life you want to live. 
whenever you get like, for example, a, a very common example, it's whatever you want to do, like professionally, whenever you choose to sing, there's always someone that's going to tell you that that's like a very dangerous or unstable path to go. It's kind of similar in the in the sexual orientation. It's just being brave, just go out there and live the life you want to live. It's It's not, um, you don't have to share it publicly if you don't want to, if you, like you, if you like your privacy. It's more about living and choose to live the life you want to. A wholehearted life, as I, as I said before, I think uh, Brene Brown says that. I'm a big fan. That's the message. It, it, whenever we get to that point where your sexual orientation, it's not that relevant, it's when 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 like humanity uh gave a big step up a big consciously yeah. yeah i think it's I, i feel like not a responsibility but uh, maybe a responsibility like to share the story because first of all because i feel very lucky and i feel very blessed the more i hear stories the more i feel like grateful yeah. because yeah my friends, my family, like they, they accepted me as I am. But I think it was a lot to do with the confidence I came out, the love, like with a lot of love, not, not fear, not hate, not like, so this is me and you have to accept like, and like it's, it was just like natural, like, so, okay, so this is who I am and I'm sharing this with all my heart. This is a piece, piece of meat that I'm giving to you. You know what to do with that. I mean, yeah. tú ya sabrás yeah. qué hacer con eso, pero yo estoy abriéndome contigo. Sí, sí, sí. Y yo creo que llega a un punto a donde aprendes a quererte tanto que si, por ejemplo, al, al inicio de todo el proceso puede ser, tengo miedo que, que alguien me rechace, pero ahora 10 años después, desde, no, no tengo miedo que me rechace. Mejor rechazan para que no estés en mi vida. Sí, 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 sí. Ajá, ¿Eh? ajá. Es un filtro. Es un sí. filtro muy impactante. O sea, y sobre todo porque, por ejemplo, puede ser que los primeros dos años haya, haya personas que se alejen, pero cuando empiezan a ver que estás viviendo la vida que tú quieres y que eres feliz, vale. ellos empiezan a ver y, y se empiezan a contagiar también y dicen, yo también quiero vivir la vida que quiero vivir. Igual, no necesariamente con su sexualidad, sí. pero pero con, yo quiero escoger también, yo quiero escoger con quién estar. Por, Sí. For instance, I mean, I have friends that are with guys that their families don't won't accept because they're not like this, like the same social, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, or they're they're musicians and they're they're not like this uh, Business engineers, businessmen. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. No. So that's yeah. Pretty similar. Muchas veces cuando la gente lo que la gente no sabe le, le da miedo. So, si no conocen a nadie que está viviendo una, una vida libre, una vida llena de amor, solamente saben lo que están escuchando en la iglesia. Están escuchando, a I mí, mean, si ven las novelas, it's always un pobre, un rico, una mujer yeah. con un hombre. Entonces, yeah. if they don't, I think the responsibility that we have, or the reason why I think it's so important to live open lives and for people to see is so that, okay, it's not, it's not something scary anymore. Once they meet someone, in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that we met. Thank you for having me. Nos mantenemos en comunicación. Claro. Claro okay. que sí. Dale. Bye. Ciao.
Thank you for tuning in today. Let me know what you think of today's episode. If you would like to join me, email me at nettiespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at nettiespodcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review, and please continue to help me spread the word by sharing this episode with your friends and family. I hope everyone has a good week, and I will talk to you soon. Peace.